Ladies and gents, welcome to the latest episode of 5 Before Introduces. Uh, this week, I'm delighted to introduce Paige's Senpai. How are you doing? Guys, I am doing good. I woke up like two hours ago and I was rushing <laughs> to get ready to get on here because I didn't go to bed till like three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? It. You live in the rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Getting too old to be doing that, but I'm here. <laughs> don't talk to me about age okay. <laughs> if you're too old i'm screwed oh my God. <laughs> um i'm good though i'm good yeah it's been a nice chilled out sunday nice chilled out sunday so so what we'll do is um we'll do a little bit about kind of you growing up um background stuff like that um a little bit about streaming uh talk to you about a little bit about glitch um so i guess there's some big things there and then just a few little bits and whatever whatever pops up okay sounds good all right so first things first and where did you grow up i grew up in texas and i've lived in texas all of my life so still in texas hopefully <laughs> i got to visit washington state two years ago and i've been twice and it's such a beautiful state and i would hopefully love to eventually move out there because the part in Texas I'm at, it's so flat outside. It's hot and humid. And Washington State, you got all the different biomes up there in Texas. It's just like hot desert and humid. That's all we get. <laughs> yeah. And from for somebody in the UK, that sounds perfect. Like yes. we get everything. Like we had a heat wave and snow in the same week last week. Yeah. Uh, it just it's a bit all over the place. But I suppose when you have it all the time, it's it's a little bit different. So yeah, where about some Texas? I'm sorry. Question? Whereabouts in Texas? I'm in South Texas, so I'm right outside of Houston. Nice, nice. Yeah. Which... Um, so you've been there all your life. So Washington State is West Coast, is that right? Yes. Not well, to be confused with Washington D.C., which is yeah. the other side. No, well, they call it the Pacific Northwest. Nice. Yes. Is that? Are we talking kind of? up towards like Seattle, all that kind of. Yes, yes, in Seattle. I got oh. to visit Seattle too. It's so beautiful up there. Nice. Seattle looks like a beautiful place to be fair. Yeah, highly suggest visiting it if you can. <laughs> Party at your house when you move out there. Yeah, <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so what interests did you have growing up? What, where would we find sort of the mini version of you? When I was growing up, so I have one brother and he's two years older than me. So you would always find me either hanging out with him playing video games, or we'd always be outside with the neighborhood kids trying to catch different like bugs and reptiles, like, you know, like those <laughs> little green outside lizards, or we'd be running around like in ditches. Like, cause right now I don't think anybody would do this anymore because how gross it is, but we had like a huge ditch that had like I guess it's a role like the sewage would kind of go into, but when it would flood, <laughs> it would fill up. So all the kids would go in there and start playing and just be getting dirty and like, like nothing. But now I would never do that. But yeah, always... you don't see kids playing outside now no. and getting dirty and Not things like that. So were you, were you a tomboy more growing up or? Yes. I can't see a girl yeah. girl kind of getting, getting down and dirty in, so, <laughs> in the sewage. So I was more of a tomboy and I did play with like Barbies and dolls, but I was never mm -hmm. too girly with them but then like high school I went through this phase where I was really into Slipknot right so like the hot topic nice. band stage wearing like dark eyeliner mm -hmm. and then like 
right after that phase, I extremely got into Hello Kitty. All my pinks were, all my walls were pink. And it was just <laughs> complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one extreme the yeah other. It, it was a weird I had some weird phases <laughs> <laughs> so what phase are you at now like do you still listen to Slipknot I do I still listen to Slipknot I listen to tons of things but I still consider myself more tomboyish like yeah I love makeup and love to dress up but I'd rather mm-hmm. be in just a big t-shirt and some like sweatpants and just chill that's what I do nice and relaxed yes yes Quite right. So what do you spend your time away from Twitch doing now? I'm guessing you aren't kind of knee deep in in like ditches and stuff like that now. No. Okay. So <laughs> before the pandemic, we would actually, so me and my brother, we have a, a close like tight knit friend group. So almost every weekend we would either be going out to Houston, going to like breweries or pubs or clubs, obviously because in Houston, there's everything out in Houston or we would be having like huge house parties. So like, like normally people see me as like an introvert and real quiet, stick to myself. But like, obviously when you get some liquid courage, it's always a good time. <laughs> but if I'm not streaming now, I'm normally just um, either playing video games or watching movies. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Or anime. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Do you have a favorite, a favorite movie? My favorite movie is Coraline. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, yes. The animated one. Yes. Yes. So I became like extremely obsessed with Coraline. And one day when I was sick, I swear I like had it on replay for like eight times, like in a row. Like I'm, I love that movie. (laughs) That's like my go-to movie. If I'm sick, if I'm tired, if Mm -hmm. I need some like background ambiance to put me to sleep is Coraline. That's my favorite movie. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I mean, I I totally get you with the whole Slipknot phase going back to that though. Yeah. when I was kind of 17, 18, I was like um, black eyeshadow, black nail varnish, like yeah. <laughs> chains hanging from the pants. Like, oh my and gosh. I look back now, I'm like, no wonder people looked at you funny on the bus. You like cringe at it because like in my high school, <laughs> you had to take photos for your student ID and it was just like my bang is kind of in my face and just wearing yeah. a slipknot shirt. Like, oh my gosh. It's like that. Um, is it? Uh, it's Big Daddy. Have you seen Big Daddy, the movie? Yes. And Adam Sandler's like, you're mad at your dad, not at me. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was that guy. <laughs> I actually, um, I got to see Slipknot three times in concert. And they're brilliant, aren't they? Yes, they are freaking amazing. In one concert, I actually got to see Marilyn Manson too. Like, he didn't open for them. Yeah. He was like on his own thing. But he mm. was actually really good live too. I don't really listen to his music, but he's really good too. He puts on a good show. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've seen Slipknot two or three times. I've seen Marilyn Manson once and we had kind of a lot of religious guys outside when we were in the queue kind of trying to feed us the Bible. I'm like, I'm just here for the music like this. Yeah, because cool. he did he did burn like I, the Bible on stage and everything. And I brought my <laughs> yeah. religious friend with me and she was just like, I can't watch this. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not kind of, yeah, no. I'm not going to start worshiping the devil. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I don't need an intervention. I'm good. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um brilliant man like there's, there's so many cool bands like Slipknot I literally went on my own once because nobody would come with me oh oh my gosh so I'm like give a shit I'm going yeah <laughs> I think my favorite concert I've been to though is I got to see Iron Maiden and Ooh. I really don't listen to them okay I actually went for the opener band which is called Ghost I don't know if you've heard of them no I think they're all um, I think they're also a satanic band kind of but I'm here for the good music <laughs> 
but my friend got me um like pit tickets so we were on the ground with everybody and it was such an amazing experience to watch Iron Maiden because you get to see like the older people in the crowd that like grew up with that band when they were kids so the old school rockers yeah they put on an amazing show too it was such a good experience oh nice nice so when the world gets back to normal and we can start going to gigs and yes. stuff, who's on who's on the list? Who you got okay. to next? So right before the pandemic started, I got tickets to see BTS. I don't know if you know them, but they're a huge K-pop group. <laughs> they're like total opposite end of the yeah. yeah, I tell you, I listen to everything. <laughs> and um, they're hard to get tickets for. And I was at work and I waited like four hours in like this online waiting, this waiting room just to be yeah. able to get in to get tickets. And I got tickets. And then the pandemic happened and they keep postponing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And I know that feeling. Yeah. Um, but those guys are huge. Yes. Yes. That's insane. Oh, definitely a different world from Slipknot. But I guess yeah. that, that's kind of. <laughs> I'm all over the place. In my music. A, a bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a good thing. So if we go to Twitch, mm-hmm. um, how long have you been streaming? I've been streaming over three months now or four months. I started in January. Hmm. So so many people started in like January. I know. It's, I mean, this (laughs) is actually my first time diving into streaming and also using Twitter because I had a Twitter and I made it. Okay. So I made my Twitter back in 2018 and I made it specifically to follow BTS because I became instantly obsessed (laughs) with them. Right. So I was retweeting all the BTS stuff and then, um, got into streaming in January and that's when I started using my Twitter too and learning about streaming because I knew nothing really much about it because I was old school YouTube gang here just watching creators upload their videos so yeah it's been been an interesting ride so far so when you revisited Twitter did you have to go through and delete all the old ones no thank (laughs) we don't need people seeing this (laughs) I don't I don't think I did because I, I didn't tweet too much. It was more following all the BTS pages and like liking everything they post. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's no, no cringe yeah. stuff, no cringe early tweets or anything. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes if, if it's out there, it's out there. Just leave it. It's all yeah. good. Um, what made you start? What? Let me see. So it was kind of random. I've had my friends all my life tell me like, oh, you should stream or record like what you're doing mm-hmm. and play for other people. But I never thought about doing it because I've always been like either busy with school and work. And I don't want to necessarily necessarily say it was like the pandemic that got me to start because I know it's like been for yeah. a ton of people. Right. Because you have all this free time. But yeah, I just randomly I was like, I'm just going to start streaming because I love playing video games. They make me happy. Um I wanted to like make an outlet for people to be able to watch me for because sometimes there's people that can't play video games or they're like bored or need someone to watch and keep them entertained or open up like a safe space for somebody so that's why I decided to start streaming yeah nice good reasons any if you're going to be playing anyway why not kind of if you can give somebody something to watch then go for it yeah right so talk to me about glitch so what is for those that don't know what is so glitch? glitch is a team that i co-founded with salvation and waffle place twitch which i'm sure majority of y'all hopefully know who they are because i feel like we're all in the same circle so it's a small yeah. team that we created in order to help out 
not only our members that are in Glitch with us, but also the other small community mm -hmm. outside of us. So, right, we're still up and coming, still got a lot of things in the works, but we're just, well, I just want to say like, we're like a support team essentially. And that's what I enjoy about streaming. Like, although I do love being the streamer, I also love being in other people's streams yes. and supporting them. And I've noticed like, as you grow, it's getting so much harder to be there for the people that you were there for in the beginning. And that's like, that's something yeah. I struggle with, but like, because I want to help everybody, but it's so hard. Like people <laughs> that can lurk, like Sector J, I don't know if you know who Sector J is, but like he is like in everybody's stream. And he's like, I got you tabbed open. He's told me like one time he's had like 40 tabs open on people. It's like my PC would crash yeah. and burn if I did that. I can't do that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I've gone to bed with like five or six tabs open. I'm, I, with time differences, yeah. I physically can't stay awake yeah. any longer. Like I am done. Um, and in the morning, like my kids have woken up and you know, why is your laptop talking? <laughs> No, like, <laughs> and I could be watching whoever by the time we've read yeah. how and that's many why times. It's, in that, that's why it's hard with the time zones too. I want to see all my UK people. My UK people want to watch me, but it's so hard to like, yeah. the time zones suck. They suck so much, but. Oh, and you guys have so many time zones. Yes. Like, I didn't even realize mountain time is a thing. I know it's a like, thing, but I don't know what the time difference is, right? <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like, like way more I up north. I think. Eastern, and yeah, like Eastern was kind of like the easy one. Yeah. And then Central, I know, is like an, an hour yeah. after that. And I think Mountain Times, like another hour on top of that. Um, but in terms of, so you're a founder with Salvation Seven Six Seven, and well, obviously Waffle Plays Twitch. So who came up with the initial so idea? I want to say it was Sal, and then Sal reached out to Waffle about it, and then they reached out to me. Yeah. Yeah. What was your reaction when they they approached you? And I was super idea? excited because sometimes I'm hard on myself and it's like, I feel like I'm in my own bubble. I'm quiet. I'm here. I'm just streaming and doing my thing. And so when Sal, mm -hmm. Sal reached out to me first, I was like, hey, we're thinking about getting this team together and blah, blah, blah. blah. And he's like, we really want you on it. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> like, are you sure? Like, um, yeah, OK, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm super excited about it. What, what are the goals for Glitch, for, for you personally? For me personally, my goal is to learn how to become a better leader too, right? Because essentially I am in a leading position. So it mm -hmm. Glitch is not only allowing me to help our members grow and also the small community to also grow, but it's also helping me grow and become like a more confident and stronger person. And also it's helping me learn to research more to like, get um other ideas and like help expand so it's still a learning process for me right because it's still a small team that we're still growing and working things out but i am really excited for it nice um did you feel any pressure kind of being asked to to essentially found a a, a gaming organization if you like um with gaming kind of still being really male dominated mm -hmm. uh no i really didn't I really did not feel any pressure at first. I was like, yeah, let's just dive into this. And then like, at first it was a little like, man, can I do this? Cause I like self-doubt myself so much. And I always got to talk to Waffle cause Waffle was such like a good mediator and good person to go in and talk to. And he like reassured me. He's like, yeah, like you bring a different aspect to this team because 
waffle and sour more like business oriented. I believe they got yeah. business degrees and all that. And I'm just like, I'm here. I'm sure on the outside, not business at all. I'm more just like being in my feelings. I want to take care of everybody, make sure everyone's feeling okay and helping uplift people and being like, oh, your stream, you feel like your stream wasn't good, but like what, what's something you can work on on it? Or like, let's go back and watch your VOD and figure something out. Like, so. Yeah. Um, and you guys have, have recruited some some pretty good streamers, like yeah. like Gap Runner, etc. Um, what is it that you look for when? I, I mean, I'm guessing it has to go through kind of um, agreement with all of the founders. Mm-hmm. But what do you look for in in somebody that you'd like to get on board? I look for. So obviously, there's different types of streamers, right? Like you got the entertainers that put on the show, and I yeah. like to look for. Or the more like kind of my vibe, the chill, quiet streamers that have such a good, genuine like personality. Like you, you know, like that's who you are when you're watching them. This is them. This is how they would be in real life. So I just, I like to say I have a good judge of character, but sometimes I feel like I'm too yeah. like, oh, everybody's nice. Everyone, nobody will treat you bad. Like let's just bring everybody in. But I more so look for the people that I feel are genuine and they're they're chill streamers because that's how I feel mm-hmm. like I am. So that's what yeah. that's what I look for. No, I, it, it makes perfect sense. Like I've watched people's streams and I know people who really hype up certain aspects of their personality yeah. and, and it, it works for them. Yeah. Like fair play to them. I'm a little bit more reserved. I'm kind of like, whatever you see behind the camera is pretty much what you'll see yeah. if you go and have a drink. Like there's no massive bells and whistles and noise and stuff like that yeah and I feel like I gravitate um, more towards streamers like like you and myself like we're chill like you you know the person's genuine that's who they are that's what you're getting and that's what I enjoy yeah um and for anybody that's kind of starting out um streaming and thinking you know that that whole glitch thing looks really cool like so many big people what advice would you give them my advice would be I mean, obviously people can say, just be yourself, but like, I want people to be more either interactive or utilize their Twitter, like show that you're putting in effort toward what you want to do. Like, even if your goal isn't to reach partner and you just want to grow your channel, like show effort to, because I've, I've helped quite a bit of um, people reach affiliate status by messaging them mm-hmm. privately and being like, this is what you got to do. You need to use your Twitter. Cause there's so many people that have potential to grow but they don't utilize their twitter and i'm like so strict on like you've got to <laughs> network and it helps out so so mm-hmm. much but also don't be afraid to reach out and ask questions like that's the biggest thing like ask for help and you'll receive the help especially within this small streamer community just put all those hashtags and everybody just comes out of nowhere and be like yeah i can help you <laughs> or you got waffle who offers to make free overlays for people and help them out help them out so yeah yeah a lot of it, it kind of can be sort of not necessarily what you know, but who you know. Yeah. And the more time you invest in people, then they're likely to, to give that back yeah. because you've, you've, you've made the effort. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. So nowadays, so you mentioned work. What do you do outside of, of Twitch? So my full-time job, I am a criminal court clerk. 
And I sit beside the judge inside the courtrooms and I listen to all the felony hearings. I get to see like some graphic stuff, get to hear the sad stories, the police reports, listen to recordings. I mean, obviously I can't go too into detail what I hear, right? Because no. it's confidential, but that's my job. And if I'm not inside the courtroom, I'm in the back offices and I'm also an issuance clerk. So I issue like the warrants and subpoenas and summons for people to come in. So I'm the person that gets called and yelled out wondering why they have a warrant out for their arrest. And it's like, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just doing my job. But... <laughs> yeah. Especially if that's why the warrants. Out yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, but I got my, um, oh, that must be such an interesting job. It though. is. And I got my bachelor's of science degree in criminology. And one of my classes when I was in college had me actually go to the courtroom and watch a hearing. And so instantly I knew I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I just know I want to be inside the courtroom. And so <laughs> started Googling and doing my research and became a court clerk. So. Nice. I mean, although the actual kind of physical aspect of the job would be very much the same, I'm guessing the variance of cases keeps it interesting. Yeah, it does. And it's funny because when I was getting hired, they're like, you just, you can't be emotional in the courtroom. You can't show any feelings or anything. And I was like, oh yeah, I got this. But like, sometimes you hear some either some messed up stuff or some pretty sad stuff. Like one time I had to hide behind my uh, computer screen and like try not to cry. Like it's it is a lot. It's mentally a lot, but it's, it's such a good job though. There's never a dull moment and it's, it's crazy. It's an interesting job. Yeah, it, it sounds it. Um, how do you, how do you switch off from that? Because I'm guessing there'll be certain cases that will still resonate with you now and kind of still play on your mind if it, if it's been particularly graphic or involved minors or whatever it might yeah. be. How do you switch off from that and not let it impact you? I might, I switch it off because for me, it's like, oh, you've heard the same before, like never bring your work home with you, right? Because that affects like your life. Mm -hmm. So in my department, though, since we're the criminal department, we're always talking out loud, discussing everything where it's saying like, oh, how this person is so messed up or the judge should have judged yeah. them harder. So we kind of get it all out at the end before we go mm -hmm. home. So it's, I'm pretty good at keeping it away from here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's always one of those. It's, it's easier said than done. Yeah. But I, I guess if you have that support network. Yeah. And you can literally let it all out before you yeah. step out the door. And plus, like, that's on my way home, I'm also got to get into streamer mode, right? So work just goes right out the window. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I hope everything runs smoothly when I get my stream set up. What am I going to play? So Twitch got help <laughs> is, it, <laughs> <laughs> is it tough going from kind of the serious kind of um, criminal clerk aspect of your life to fun drinking eating noodles on stream <laughs> and kind of all that kind of stuff like because they're, they're again they're, they're really opposite ends of the scale this, the only stressful part about it is because I got such like a small window to get ready right because whenever I go to work like I don't even put any makeup on because um we have to wear masks and it's like there's no point because the mask gonna rub yeah. everything off and it's just irritating so <laughs> I start yeah my streams have to start at eight and I get home by like five, 10, five, 15. So I always have to plan it out. Like I got to get home. I have to take my dog out and walk her. I got to come back in. I got to prep dinner, take a shower, do my makeup. And like, by the time all everything's done, I'm like rushing. I'm still rushing to get ready by like seven, seven thirty, <laughs> And I got like 30 minutes and it's like praying and hoping nothing technically goes wrong. 
hopefully the game yeah. runs. <laughs> it's always something. It's so stressful, <laughs> but but we've so, we get by. <laughs> yeah, um, you strike me as a a very, for want of a better term, like a I don't give a fuck type of person. Like whatever happens, happens. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that accurate? It is. I mean, sometimes like. <laughs> Because I always tell people, it's never a page of senpai if there's like no technical issues that go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the um, stream, not Friday stream, Friday stream went good. Third, I think it was Wednesday stream. I had tweeted out, oh, I'm going live and like my live thing. And like, as soon as I hit like the um, just chatting screen, the power cut out. And I was just like, oh. great. <laughs> so I, I was tweeting, I was like, the power would use itself <laughs> as soon as I start, like. We got it back up. And luckily I thought it was my PC, but it was like the whole, cause I live in an apartment. So it was like a whole, the whole complex went out. I was like, perfect timing. Like, yeah. But at least it's kind of, that one's out of your control. It's not something there's, there's pressure on you to fix. Yeah. But it, yeah, I can imagine the frustrating, the yeah. frustration. Um, you also seem very like driven, but not in kind of like a, a stern kind of driven way. I'm going to get it. Like, but, you know what you want yeah, and you, you know how to go about getting it. Oh, absolutely. Like I'm the type of person that has to have everything planned out, like to the T, like I, I get so like thrown off if nothing goes like, right. So I have yeah. everything planned out. I know what I'm doing. Like I do consider myself extremely driven, especially like goal oriented too. So. Mm-hmm. And has creation and, and being like a, I guess creating anything has that always been something you've been good at or have you just found twitch as a a way of kind of putting everything out there because if, if we're being honest you you're one of the the leading ladies if you like if, and not even just leading ladies oh, don't say that don't put of. that pressure on me <laughs> but you if somebody mentioned if whoever I speak to I spoke to Joey Games a few weeks ago and, and you came up I saw um, that. I was like, "Oh, Joey!" <laughs> like, uh, people know you, so it, it's obviously like they they like your personality, they like what you do. Yeah. Um, so not only being one of the leading ladies, but le- being one of the the leading streamers, if you like, in our community. Um, have you always found that that's been the case in terms of being creative? No, I honestly like. I don't know it's it's crazy to me because just like all the attention and people being like oh Paige Senpai follow her and shouting me out everywhere I go and people saying hi that I haven't even met yet it's just like like, oh gosh it's like all this pressure on me it's like guys I'm just I'm just trying to be here and help y'all out so much it's but it's recently becoming a little harder to be in people's streams because since the pandemic is kind of easing up and the vaccines are out they're actually starting to open up the courtrooms again and they're going to start running actual trials Mm -hmm. so I haven't even been able to because I used to just be at work just on twitch all day it's so bad but I just be sneaking (laughs) on my phone hopping everybody's twitch it's like trying to help out but I haven't been able to do that recently and that's like the hard part too is I want to still keep my momentum going but right now it's just kind of slowing down because I got to get into work yeah it's going to take a bit of adjusting for not just yourself but everybody kind of I dare say we'll probably see a few people kind of fall by the wayside because life's gone back to normal and that free time's been yeah are they actually got to go back to work instead of working from home yeah um so being kind of a, a driven person but also being kind of quite relaxed and kind of upbeat about everything. 
like what are your long-term goals long-term goals like because I tell people it's not necessarily that I don't want to reach partner like I mean that's like a given if you decide you want to keep streaming like eventually like you'll get there which hopefully mm. we all get there right it's but such a big jump between affiliate and partner though isn't it it's- it is and when I first started streaming like it took off fairly quickly mm. and I was like at such like a good like high just going and then and then I started having like it started dwindling down on my stream sometime and I started actually paying attention to like the viewer counts and the numbers and like I started beating myself up about it and I was talking to um, my boyfriend, which is Bino Mancer. He's always the mod in my stream or he yeah. goes to other people's streams. And I was telling him, like, I was like, God, dude, just like, do I suck? Like, am I boring? Just like, what am I doing wrong? And he's like, he's like, you don't need to pay attention to the numbers. He's like, you did this because you're doing it for fun. He's like, yeah. this wasn't a job for you. You're here just to entertain people. And if you feel good doing what you're doing, then just that's all you can do. Right. And I was like, you're right. Like, so it got to the point to where. I turned off the viewer count. And sometimes when I go to look at the analytics, like sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but Mm -hmm. I'm at the point to where I don't let it affect me anymore because like, I know the people that have been there supporting me that still show up, like I'm there for them, right. Entertaining them. Mm -hmm. And I also, I'm also having a good time. So that's, that's what matters in the end is that Twitch doesn't start feeling like a job and it doesn't feel taxing and you're actually happy to stream instead of just being like, I got to go live tonight. (laughs) Yeah. I know exactly where you're coming from, especially kind of there's you'll have brilliant streams and then you'll have quieter ones and things like that. Um, yeah. And I recently took a week off because it felt like I was going through the same things that you just mentioned there. Like, yeah, am I any good at this? And just yeah. having a week away and um, just refreshing and thinking like when I do stream, it'll be because I want to, not because I have to. Yeah. Um, do you find there's a um, a bit of a, a link between Twitch and kind of people's mental health because we see a lot on on Twitter in terms of people kind of I need a break or I wasn't myself or and apologizing for not streaming because they're not in the right headspace. Absolutely, I feel like it does affect it a lot, and I thankfully I do not suffer with depression, but it runs in my family. My brothers. Yeah come out on Twitch saying that he suffers from it, which I mean, I live with him, so I see it and it is so freaking hard, but I think Twitch does have that negative effect on people's mental health at times. Mm -hmm. And it's hard me being the person that wants to like freaking help everybody. But like when it hits me too, it like hits me hard and it sucks, but I always got to go back and like reach out to other people and tell them like, Hey, like, don't just focus on the numbers. Like, did you have a good time doing it? Um, There was, one person that was saying how they love to play FPS games, but it dropped their numbers. Like not a lot of people were there. And I was like, but did you have fun playing it? Right. Cause if you love FPS games, eventually the more you stream it, you're going to start bringing in another crowd who loves yeah. to watch those games. And eventually you're going to intermingle your whole, your whole viewers. So as long as you're having a good time playing what you love, I say, just keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you said earlier um just being you and uh you mentioned about naturally gravitating to to the people that that are similar to you um Mm -hmm. so yeah i I totally understand that like don't necessarily just play what you think people want to watch because then you're not given the best version of you yeah Um, absolutely 
and I suppose if somebody said in January you'll have uh, a stream of ten viewers, you'd be like, no, no, like really? <laughs> really? ten people want to watch me. Yeah. I thought it was just my boyfriend and my brother and my best friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just> three people. <laughs> and your own phone that's kind of playing in the background. Yeah. Like. Um. So, do you? Do you think Twitch can help in a, a positive way as well, though? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, it has its negatives, but positives, you start either making more friends, especially online friends. Shout out to the online friends, because I feel like they don't get enough credit. Like, online people are freaking amazing. Like, <laughs> going, I get off topic so easily, but going back, when I first started playing video games, I got into RuneScape, right? This is like mm-hmm. to old school RuneScape. And I still talk to three people that I've been friends with since the beginning of RuneScape. And this is like going on 16 years. And also Lauren Clary. Lauren's also a fellow small streamer. So she starts streaming with me and my brother. So mm-hmm. it's, it, Twitch has, I feel like it does have more. I feel like I want to say the positives outweigh the negatives, but I can't see yeah. it confidently because I haven't dove too far into Twitch, right? Because we're the small streamers. We got our small community and that's it. But like, I feel like, if you start becoming like more popular, more known, I feel like it would probably get more mentally taxing on that side, but. Yeah, there'll be different aspects, I guess. And and there's bound to be the odd toxic person that's gonna kind of drop in and just for something to do, which, which sucks, but I, I guess yeah. it, it's how you deal with that. Um, well, that's another thing is, I like to feel like for me personally, I feel like I have a good online presence and I know how, to work around the trolls and not let it affect me because I've seen it where it affects people extremely hard especially with like female streamers and people coming in and like talking about their bodies and making fun of them and it like tearing them down so hard and they can't handle yeah. it at times and it it sucks like I feel like you have to have like thick skin and like to be able to do this especially if you do want to blow up and become partner and work your way to the top like you got to be strong yeah, definitely. Have you experienced any of that, that negative stuff? I've had a few trolls, but like I said, like I kind of like, I know how the internet works, right? So it's kind of like laughing it off. Like, okay, ha you called me fat or something. It's like, okay, it's like, here's your band hammer. Like there's, there's some streamers that I've <laughs> like, seen that are too kind and be like, oh, we're just going to mute you. And it's like, no, like you try to joke around like one time you're getting banned. Like we yeah. don't have time for that. You do once and see you later yeah nobody's got time for that oh because (laughs) one time I had two of my in real life friends I didn't know but they joined on my twitch and they just started like joking around saying saying stupid (laughs) stuff and like we banned them and I was just we were like just talking mad crap about them and so my friend ended up snapchatting me and he was like hey that was actually me that you banned (laughs) I was like well there's rules you gotta follow so sorry yeah definitely Not everybody knows they're your friends. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was, I was even like, guys, go back and report them and all this stuff. So all these people were reporting my friends, and I didn't know that that's who they were. It's like, yep, <laughs> sorry. Oh, that is brilliant. That is yeah. brilliant. Oh, so to finish off, then, um, for those that don't know you, um, well, actually, no, to finish with, finish with a different way. Okay. And I'm probably going to put you on the spot a little bit, um, but who's your inspiration? Who are the people that you look up to? Well, and they can be family or famous. Um, 
I mean, because I look up to people in like different ways, right? Like I look up to my parents who are thankfully still married over, I think, 35 years now. So I look up to them in a way of how I want my like relationships to be marriage wise. I'm such like I call myself like such an old school. I believe in working through problems and like that's it. Like if we get married, that's it. There's like no divorce. I mean, unless something like, you know, bad goes wrong. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I look up to them that way. I look up to my brother, especially Stormfrog, shout out to Stormfrog, my brother, he also streams. I look up to him because he's extremely creative and he comes up with so many freaking ideas that I wish he would stick to though. Like he's just (laughs) so, so creative. And I look up to him in that aspect because like sometimes I feel like I'm too, too chill and boring. I'm so vanilla. I stick to like my meat and potatoes and that's it. But I really, I really look up to him. Nice. If it helps you at anything but boring. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you roll into Mosey's quiz, drink in hand, like. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mosey's <laughs> quiz still makes me mad. Getting all these GTA questions, like, dude, I've only played Vice City and I didn't even play the game right. I played it like I was a normal person driving around on the streets. Like, <laughs> and then I think, I think Johnny, Johnny Trainbow. Well, he's, he's Johnny Rainbow, but I call him Johnny Trainbow because he always brings in the hype trains. Johnny and O'Cool, they got like a question that was a medium question. And it was like, what does Mario jump on at the end of his, um, at the end of the, the yeah. games? And I was like, why is that a medium one? That should have been easy. I was so mad. <laughs> it was so fun though. I, yeah. I, I love Mosey. I love him. <laughs> uh, he's definitely on a winner. And Pedro Senpai, so are you. Your streams are so laid back, so chilled. Yeah. yeah very welcoming anybody who hasn't checked this girl out please do she is (laughs) leading the way in terms of what we do um and a shining example of how to go about things so thank you very much for joining thank you for having me i really appreciate it i was like so nervous getting on here like oh gosh gotta get ready i get nervous so easily (laughs) like (laughs) oh honestly it's been brilliant thank you so much thank you for having me